Good evening, or morning, millennials. It's I, your President Donald Trump. What an honor for Miles to have me here today. He said he was going to be talking about me, so I had to come by and introduce myself. The greatest president ever, Donald Trump. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Sorry for my voice, I have a slight cold. Thank you, Miles, for letting me be here. Have a great day. Oh, wow. Did you see that, folks? Donald Trump came by to stop and just give a shout-out to the Millennial Manchild podcast. Phenomenal. Fantastic. Wow. Oh, oh, you're still here, Donald. I thought you were gone now. Um. Oh, you need, you need me to sign a non-disclosure agreement. But we didn't even do anything. We didn't have... Se- uh, oh. Oh. Um... <clears throat> I'll, I'll be right back, folks. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Uh, yeah, I'm back. Wow. Wouldn't even cuddle. I mean, uh, sorry, I can't talk about it. Um, but, wow. I hope you guys are doing well. Welcome back to the Millennial Manchild Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Miles Casey. And, of course, you know, I try not to get too political on here. I try not to talk about Donald Trump too much. But... He's just been in the news so much lately, and for the past year, or whatever. It's it's happening, folks. Today's the day. I'm talking Trump. We're talking two-pump Trump today. It's happening. <laughs> uh, but yeah, before we get too much into that, that'll be the meat of the episode. Today, I got a few things to catch you up on. Had a busy last week. You know, it was great. I had a Starbucks interview that went, that went really well. Um... I talked with the manager. We sat down, had a nice chat. She said she seems like I would be a good fit, you know, and it would be a perfect job for me. It has amazing perks, free coffee while you're there, one free food item per day. You get Spotify, you get a pound of coffee a week. Oh, this is has phenomenal perks. So I would love to get that. Hopefully going to hear back soon this week sometime. So that's exciting. Also, not ruling out another job. Might be getting two jobs, folks. Might be joining the uh, the family business down here in Ocean Beach. Um, Aaron Elson, my good buddy. First person to work there. My brother works there. And then now maybe me at the barbecue house in Ocean Beach. So, you know, third generation. That's a strong lineage of barbecue house <laughs> workers. And yeah, so that's those two things are on the radar. I think they'd both be good for me. You know, socialize the kid back into society, be back in the public eye a little bit, you know, be working with some people, meet some new people. Yeah, it'll be good for me. And obviously, I don't want to be homeless. So, yeah, a job is needed. You got to pay bills somehow. Uh, So, yeah, that was fun. Like I said, busy week, really trying to figure out that whole job situation here in the next. Hopefully by the next time I talk to you guys, I'll have it figured out. Who knows? We'll see. But yeah. And I know I talked a big game last week about getting back to the mics and stuff, but like I said, been busy. Didn't really get to do mics like I wanted this week. But I've been piecing together and memorizing my set better. I have been working on that. haven't given that up. I know it's not the same as getting on stage. I know that's where it really has to happen. But I'm still working, trying, not giving up, you know. Still, still, still doing the best I can, that's for sure. So that's been fun. Um, <clears throat> what else? Oh. I hate to break this to you. It might come off, you know, a little, you might be a little leery at first, but trust, just trust me. Just trust me. You know, 
I'm starting, I've been cultivating a community here, I feel like. You know, I got a decent amount of followers, maybe like five, six people. And I've decided that instead of a community, we're just going to, we're going to use a different C word. You know, I wanted to cultivate a community, but in this, the first word's better, right? Cult. Let's just get rid of the vate, cultivate. We'll just go cult. I'm going to start a cult, folks. I'm the enlightened guru who has reached nirvana. And I'm, you know, just such an intellectual giant and quite frankly, a very stable genius that I think it's only fair that I do you all a favor and start a cult. Sure, sure, sure. I know what you're thinking. Aren't cults full of crazy spiked punch and sex parties? Yeah, exactly. That's what we're looking for. And don't forget the thriving sense of community of like-minded individuals, you know? It'll be perfect for us. And I know I've said I'm not a big fan of religion out here, but this will be a religion because you got to get the tax exempt status. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this ain't my first rodeo. Well, it is my first run of a cult, but you guys are going to help me, right? You guys are going to be my supporters, my, uh, my subjects, my, my peons, my, you know, my underlings. Yeah. Those are all great words for it. Um, so I'm excited, right? You guys should be excited by this. We'll all wear tie-dye. We'll do finger paintings, you know. We'll reconnect with our inner child and rebuild each other's broken souls. Also, we'll have massive orgies where I'm the focal point. Yeah, that's just, you know, that's just part of I don't make up the rules. That's just how it goes, unfortunately, right? Plus, this will really allow me to become the sexual powerhouse I knew I was always meant to be. I'll be out there hypnotizing folks with this dick. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, folks. I hope that wasn't too out of line. I've been watching uh, this crazy documentary on Netflix called Wild Wild Country. And it's exactly about that, basically. This guy was a guru over in India, moved over to some crazy small little town in Oregon by, like, Antelope, Oregon or some shit. And they, like, took over this area. It's a fascinating documentary. And if you're interested in that type of stuff, you have to go check it out. It's like six parts. It's This is a real, like, in-depth, deep dive of this documentary. And it's crazy to see how the people that were in the cult versus the people that were outside of the cult talk about it. And how even the people that were in the cult to this day have such fond memories of it. And that's what I'm trying to do to you. You know, I'm trying to offer the, those fond memories. This could be, you know, sure, it's going to cost you a lot of money. And you're going to have to serve me, you know, and my needs. But these people were so happy just being told what to do by this guy. So that's what I'm saying. You can be happy too. Enlightenment and nirvana awaits. Just join the cult of man-child. It'll be awesome. But yeah, I'm just kidding. Or am I? Dun, dun, dun. But yeah, so that that was phenomenal. I just wanted to mention that because I really have been into that this past week and I thought it would be funny. But yeah, let's just get into it here. Um, we're going to talk Donald Trump today. As I said, if it's not your thing, maybe just miss this one. I don't know. Or or listen, it'll probably be good for you. But yeah, so we'll get into it. Enjoy. Welcome to 
I don't want to be Donald Trump. <laughs> What's up, folks? So, as promised, today we're talking Trump to pump Trump. We're getting into the details. You know, he's just always in the news. If you go on social media, you go on the internet anywhere, there's a headline here, a photo there, a comment here. You can't really escape Donald Trump in 2018. The man is everywhere. And I, you know, I've done a pretty good job of avoiding talking too much about him up to this point, but I figured it's time. I might as well. People should hear my opinion on him. He's the fucking president, for Christ's sakes. Might as well, right? And, I don't know. If you don't want to hear it, that's fine. I get it. Maybe skip this episode. Be like, eh, I don't want to hear Miles talk shit about Trump, even though I might say a few good things on accident. Um, that's fine. I get it. Everybody's entitled to their opinion, and that's why this country's fucking beautiful. I get to say Donald Trump is a crazy person, and you get to say, you know what, I like that tax cut he did, which I think is stupid, but it's fine. That's why America is great. But let's see, where should, where should I start? I guess I'll try and start with like some of the things I like about Trump, right? Um, before I get into the the nastiness of why I don't like Trump. What I do like about Trump is that he was an outsider. He hasn't been in the political game his whole life. Um, although I think that's definitely hindered him in many, many ways. But it was nice to have you know, like somebody who was, in a way, an outsider, even though he's a fucking billionaire. I can't relate to a billionaire or a millionaire. Or even somebody with a, a real bank account, basically, at this point. But he he's... I do like that he was an outsider, and I think that he's fucking hilarious. Is that what I want my president to be? Probably not. I probably don't want a president who says fucking outrageous things, you know, because it has real consequences when he's talking about Rocket Man and how he's just a little guy over there and doesn't have power and shit. Like, you know, I get it. It's funny. Like, that kind of shit makes me laugh. But it also is very unsettling as somebody who is on the West Coast, right? So this off-the-cuff, shooting-from-the-hip, you know, John Wayne-style presidency, it's interesting. I'll, I'll say it's interesting. I don't like a lot of what he's doing. I think it's a shit show. And it just seems like pure chaos there in Washington, besides the fact that they actually are getting some stuff passed, like the tax bill, like a few other things, you know. The, the net neutrality, things that I don't agree with per se. But Congress is working again. It didn't work while Obama was there. The Republicans were fucking horrible, just blockading everything, shutting down everything. So, I mean, I guess Congress is working. Maybe that's a good thing. It seems like it's not right now, in my opinion. But, uh, yeah, Trump's funny. I have to give him that. I, I respect that little bit about him. He... He, and, he, and even though he lies his ass off, he says what he believes. Like, he believes his lies, I think. I, I honestly think he lives in a, another crazy, delusional world where he's, like, in his own bubble. And he's pretty much Superman in that bubble. Like, you can't, you can't touch the Teflon Don. This guy says and does pretty much whatever the fuck he wants. I mean, we just found out. He's been railing porn stars, making them sign non-disclosure agreements to pump Trump. 
that guy's the nobody can stop this man at this point. Like he's had more scandals, more controversy than any president before, probably. Right? I'm not an expert in all the presidents, but it, it has to be because he's constantly in the news. There's constantly under scrutiny, and there's always so much crazy shit going on. So I find it fascinating how he largely has come out untouched. Sure, you know, a lot of people that didn't really care about Donald Trump now hate Donald Trump. But overall, this has to be great for the brand. The Trump brand has never been more popular or like more in the news, more this, that, and the other, right? I don't know. That's probably what he wants too because when he sees his name and he, you know, he's an egotistical dude. I don't care what you say. He's an egotistical dude. That guy loves fucking Donald Trump. Trump loves Trump. He's like, he's like a less murdery Joffrey, right? He's a boy prince or boy king who pretty much always gets his way and starts complaining and whining when he doesn't. And if he doesn't get his way, it's not off with your head, but he will fire your ass. He doesn't care. He did it with Comey. He's done it a bunch of with other people recently. And... Yeah, I mean, in a way, the the bluntness, the ability 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 to just be kind of like shitty in that sense, it's kind of like a it's kind of a quality that I admire because I can't do that. I'm such a nice guy. I'm always stepping on, you know, stepping around people, trying not to step on their toes or make them too upset. And yeah, I don't know. So I, those are a few things, I guess, small things that I admire about Trump. I wouldn't even say admire that humor me uh, that I, I, I don't hate. But for the most part, this man's crazy, right? Like I was talking about how he, he's just full of hypocrisy. So is the Republican Party for that matter. I mean, the party of morals and religion talks about, you know, their leader right now is is had three marriages has you know fucked porn stars while married he you know he's not a religious dude you you can pretend that he is and he pretends that he is but there's no way donald trump didn't go to fucking church on sundays he still doesn't don't kid yourself and that's what's funny it's like it's almost people like pick and choose what to believe or pick and choose what to to look at because there's no way that this man hasn't done just some pretty morally reprehensible shit. That's just, you know, it's Donald Trump. Like, come on. He used to walk around the behind the, behind the scenes of the Miss America pageants. He's talked about grabbing people by the pussy. Like, this guy, you know, not, not great. And, and the delusions he lives in, like, talking about the Parkland shootings. He said he would have ran in there and stopped the gunman, even if he didn't have a gun. Like I said, this guy thinks he's fucking Superman. And to a certain extent, he kind of is. He gets away with saying crazy shit like that and nothing happens. Right? He didn't get punished for saying that. Some people probably thought like, damn, he probably did. He probably would have, you know? Yeah, he also would have prevented Jesus from going up on the cross. He's like, no, Jesus, not only let me carry your cross, but I'm going up there too. Crucify me, Donald Trump, because I am the true savior of the universe. Like that's, that's legit how I think Trump sees himself. But you know, I guess you got to give him credit, credit because I don't have that kind of self-confidence. And if I did, uh, that would be awesome. (laughs) I wish I could have that kind of self-confidence, but you know, I don't, unfortunately. 
But yeah, you got Donald, you know, he's out here passing the tax cuts, which people love. A lot of people really were big fans of that. I just don't trust it. I've seen how the tax cuts work. In Kansas, for example, they did that there. And instead of bringing in tons of new business and so much more money that the tax revenue, even though it's lower, we actually get more money because more business was created, because more people had more money to spend. Um, I've never seen that happen. We actually had to close down schools in Kansas because we couldn't afford to pay teachers. That's what tax cuts did for for Kansas. They had to shut down the government for a, a few, like a week or something while they tried to figure out how to get the money. It's not a good place to be. And now Republicans want to cut spending for Medicare and Medicaid. Like I needed that type of stuff when I was growing up. I was on the Kansas health wave insurance. I didn't, I couldn't have normal insurance. We had food stamps at times. Like these are programs that help me get to where I am now so I can so I was able to be more successful. And, you know, I just don't agree with cutting these things. Maybe the government isn't the most efficient with them. I get that. But everybody knows that when you cut taxes, a lot of that money just stays at the top. The, the viscosity of money is higher at the bottom. So when poor people have more money, what do they do? They go buy a new TV. They go out and spend it on dinner. They do nice things that stimulate the economy. When a rich person gets more money, what do they do? They invest it. They turn that money into more money. It doesn't really necessarily always create jobs. They're not always building a new business. It takes a lot of work to build a new business. So a lot of times, yeah, cutting taxes for them is just a huge windfall. It's like winning the lottery. So I just don't know. There's a lot of things I just don't agree with with that, you know. But anyways, I guess I must say, though, before I I get too rambly here, and, you know, I'll try to wrap it up in the next five minutes or so but my I must admit my day-to-day hasn't changed much sure slightly more anxious in some ways because I can't escape Trump you are always hearing about his craziness it's partly a reason why I'm trying to be less on social media you know and it's also another thing before I get too much into that I must say he has um not done much to change my life. And, you know, sure, I am a, sh- a straight white male. Maybe that is part of it. I don't fear, I don't, you know, fear for racism or any of that stuff. I don't have to worry about immigration and stuff, which I think is also another horrible thing that he's done, just separating families from each other because one of the members maybe was here illegally when all the other ones have been born here and now they're all here. Like, I don't, this stuff is heartbreaking to me. And I just don't understand how you can make those choices. But, you know, my day to day hasn't changed much. Besides the slightly more anxious, and but that, and I think that's the case for a lot of people. It is cool that you know he is getting people activated in many ways. People are waking up in the society. It seems like. I mean, if you had to ask me a couple years ago, when was the last time I saw marches like the woman, the women's march, or whether or not you agree with it, the gun control march? These are amazing in many ways because it's people getting out and trying to use their voice and use freedom of speech and their right to assembly to protest and whether or not you agree with them you have to that's what makes this country great seeing people take that initiative and get out there and having over a million people at these marches that's incredible and sure maybe you don't agree with gun control maybe you don't like this that and the other that's fine again this is america you get to have your fucking opinion 
And so, like I said, maybe, I guess at the end of the day, I'm trying to be a little bit more optimistic about Trump. Because he's done so much crazy shit. There's a lot of, it's hard to keep up with everything. It's so rapid fire. I mean, he, he's fired so many people. His, it's like a revolving door at that White House. It's like the turnover is higher than when I worked at Dylan's grocery store. And we were always hiring new fucking people there. So it's, it is a shit show. But I want to say maybe there's a way to be a little bit more optimistic about it. Because it does seem that people are getting politically activated and being more motivated. And if they are, they're going to get out and they're going to fucking vote in 2018. And they're going to hopefully change some, you know, change some seats. Figure out how do I make my impact felt? Because I don't agree with what's going on. Because I think some of the things he's doing are reprehensible or this, that, and the other. Right? And that's what's going to be interesting. And that's what makes America great. So if we really want change, we have to get out and vote. You have to get out and do something. And that's why, you know, in many ways... Although it has been a shit show and it is crazy, I think it's going to end up being a good thing. It's going to be, it's kind of like the wake-up call America needed. Because you have to be honest, if there was a caricature of America, if someone was like, just to draw like, what do you think of America? Donald Trump right now would be the fucking perfect drawing. Right? You go down to the beach and some guy draws you with big buck teeth and whatever and you pay him 10 bucks and you have your little drawing. Like, that is Donald Trump. We are... Uh, and it, it, he kind of does represent America in many ways. He may not represent me and how I feel, but from the outside looking in, a lot of people can see that and go, mm, yeah, I can see that. I, that kind of makes sense in a, in a weird, unfortunate way. And that's just how I feel. So hopefully with all this craziness that's going on, people will rise up the resistance, if you will. I don't necessarily like that term. It just seems a little a little much, but, um, yeah, hopefully the thing is, I don't want to see an overcorrection. I don't want to see us go too left either, because I think there's a lot of good as I've kind of developed some more broad reaching political views, whatever you want to call it. I I've realized the importance of the right because although I don't agree with a lot on the right and I definitely lean left on most things, I think there's an importance to finding the middle ground in trying to keep society happy because right now we're so divided. No one's talking to each other and it's really breaking down into more frustration and anger, which leads to violence. And that's not what we want in our society. We want a society that is civil. We want a society that communicates and hopefully that's what we'll get to. I know it's hard when Donald Trump is so divisive and crazy, but if we can find a way to do that with this and we can get past this shit, we can get through anything. Is how I feel. So that's my positive note. We'll end it on that. Yo, man. Yo. Open up, man. What do you want, man? My girl just caught me. You made her catch you? I don't know how I let this happen. But who? The girl next door, you know? I don't know what to do. So it wasn't you. All right. Honey came in and she got me red-handed. Creeping with the girl next door. Picture this, we were both back. So your villa, 
Christmas on a witness, all the your clean on your pillar. You better watch your back before she turn into a killer. Just review the situation that you call the pinna. To be a true player, you have to know how to play. If she say a night can be so say a day. Never admit to a word where she say. And if she claim a you tell her baby, no way. But she got me on the counter. Wasn't me. Saw me banging on the sofa. Wasn't me. I even had her in the shower. Wasn't me. She even caught me on camera. Wasn't me. She saw the marks on my shoulder. Wasn't me. Heard the words that I told her. Wasn't me. Heard the screams getting louder. Wasn't me. She stayed until it was over. Honey came in and she got me red-handed, creepy with the girl next door. Picture this, we were both butt naked, banging on the bathroom floor. Rick Flair drip go woo on a bitch. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just fucking around. But that's all we have, folks. I hope you enjoyed today's Trump two pump Trump talk. It was fun for me. I was just, you know, kind of spouting some bullshit off the top of the dome. And I hope I made sense. I don't know. I think I did. But yeah, it was fun. I hope you enjoyed that. Next week, we're actually going to be, I'm going to be talking to a guest. We do talk a little bit about politics, a little about uh, just how society is today. And yeah, I'm looking forward to sharing that with you next week. I think I'm actually going to have my first guest. I mean, I've already, we've already recorded the conversation. I just have to whittle it down to about 30 minutes because we talked for about an hour and I'm going to try and get the best of it, put it into a little 30 minute segment to share with you all. Yeah, that should be fun. Looking forward to that. But then after that, we'll get back to your regular scheduled programming. I'm, I'm imagining but I want to have more guests coming on in the future. I, I really enjoyed the conversation. It was nice to have somebody to bounce ideas off of and communicate with instead of just sitting here like a crazy person talking by myself for 30 minutes. So that was fun. Looking forward to doing that some more. Uh, as for the rest of my life, you know, the working out, the stretching, the running, it's been going good. I still haven't done any yoga I'm, I'm, I'm looking for counsel, folks. If you have a, a YouTube person you watch or you know where I should go, hit me up, let me know because I'm trying to get flexible. I want to, that's, I don't know what came over me or why this is my new goal, but I am not very flexible. I can touch my toes because I've been working at it, you know, but before that, I couldn't barely touch my toes. I am so unflexible. It was embarrassing. And yeah, you know, my chakras are probably all fucked up because I'm so... <laughs> Uh, inflexible and, you know, Trump presidency doesn't help. So yeah, if you got some, some good stuff, help me out there, folks. I'm looking forward to getting into that yoga life a little bit, but I don't want to figure it out on my own, I guess, cause I'm lazy. So anyways, um, been, been reading Stephen King's on writing. Great book, by the way, about the craft of writing, about how he looks at it, how he attacks it. And, um, I'm really enjoying it. I think next week I'm going to try and share a little quick book review with you because I do talk a lot about writing on here. I talk about comedy writing and whatnot. And he does a great job of breaking it down, talking about how he's a professional. And if you're a professional, you know, you show up to work every day and you do the work even on holidays, blah, blah, blah. blah. And he just has a great take on it. So yeah, I think I'll share that with you guys next week. Maybe get you maybe the week after since we're going to be doing the long conversation next week. But um, yeah, I'm almost done with that. I got like 50 pages left maybe. So looking forward to finishing that. Yeah. And I've actually been reading it on my phone, which is interesting. I haven't really done that with a book before, but it's nice to 
kind of just highlight right there by you know selecting it and then putting notes to the side i've really been enjoying that even though there's something about holding a book that i like much better than reading it off my phone screen but anyways that's not really too important uh yeah and i think the next book i'm actually going to start reading after that because you know i've been hitting these goals i'm trying to get that five books to uh read this year i'm trying to lose 15 pounds which i've lost seven of you know i'm making small progress in these goals and slowly getting there to uh checking them off which is exciting um but uh yeah so like i said uh, the next book i'm going to read not the subtle art of not giving a fuck i think it's by mark ronson i've read it i've had this book for you know a year now or so and it's a great book obviously about not giving a fuck being able to get out of your own head quit allowing other people's opinions of you to think about you know how you do things or this that and the other and i just i need that again i need to not give a fuck especially when i'm on stage especially when i'm trying to write jokes especially when i'm trying to do this podcast i just need to not care what people think as long as i'm okay with it as long as i'm happy with how it turns out you know and this book does a great job of articulating that and i'm looking forward to kind of getting back in there and not giving a fuck if you will <laughs> So that's been good. Um, yeah, other than that, two things to check out. As I mentioned in the intro, the crazy cult that I'm starting up. Uh, inspired by the documentary Wild Wild Country on Netflix. It is amazing. I'm, I have one more part to watch. I'm on part six of the six parts of it. And I'm looking forward to finishing it because it's just gnarly, folks. I'm telling you, the craziness that's going on, it seems made up. And it's just crazy. Like the guru had 18 Rolls Royces at one point. This guy is balling on a fucking amazing level. And I hope to be balling like that someday too. But yeah, go check out that documentary. If you're into documentaries, you'll like that. I think it's probably one of the best ones I've watched recently. Uh, also, we're just we're doubling down on the documentaries today. The The next documentary you should, you should watch is uh, about... It's called The Zen Diaries, and it's about Gary Shandling, who is uh, a comedian who passed away about two or three years ago. And the documentary is <clears throat> actually produced by Judd Apatow, who's also one of my favorite producers, directors, comedians. So it's going to be amazing. I'm really looking forward to it. It's actually premiering tonight on HBO. It's a two-part series. It's going to premiere part one tonight, part two tomorrow. I'm really looking forward to watching those. So... I figured I would share that with you, and you can check them out, and you might enjoy them as well. But yeah, that's all I got. We'll hit you with the music in order. Uh, American Idiot by Green Day. It Wasn't Me by Shaggy. And Alpha Pack by the Action Boys, which is my buddy's band in Hayes, Kansas. Shout out to Trent. And yeah, I just want, they're on Spotify. If you like what you hear here at the end, go check them out. Go give them a follow, give them a like, a listen, etc., etc. So until next time, folks, I hope you have a great week. And as always, man child, out. <laughs>